everybody. Welcome to Buffy Speak. Good day. Good day to you and yours. Today we watch season five, episode eight. It's called Shadow, and it's a really good episode. Caroline liked this episode. I really did. There's like a lot of different moving parts in this one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, there were just some really solid moments. Um, Riley has a really good subplot this episode. Yeah. And I think a lot of the, the, we get so frustrated with Buffy's boyfriends because they've got these really big, like, dramatic thing, like, scenes where they're all yelling at each other and stuff like that. And this was, mm-hmm. like, this really understated subplot where just, like, you, you were just noticing things happening this to Riley the- and he wasn't even making a big deal out of it. This is the first, like, relationship conflict on the show that I felt, like, was grounded in, like, reality. Yeah, where it's, like, he... He, he knows... left out. Yeah, I don't even know that it's left out. I think it's just, like, insignificant. Like, she doesn't kiss him once this episode. But yep. she hugs him a lot. And, um, and I don't know if she... I don't know when the last time she's kissed him was... She kissed him was, but I know for a fact it wasn't this episode. <laughs> and, um, so there's some other stuff where it's like, uh... Yeah, he just keeps being like, let me know if she needs me, let me know if she needs me. And then he's talking to Xander, and he's like, okay, well, if she needs me... And he's about to say, let me know, and then he doesn't even finish his sentence because he knows that she doesn't need him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, it's nice that he's giving her hugs and he's babysitting her little sister, but there's, you know, six other people hanging out at the magic shop that can do that. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know, it's kind of a bummer. And you see, I don't know, there's also this really interesting moment where, um, so last episode he went to that bar, Willie's Bar. Yeah. And Was it last um, episode? I think it was the one before that. Which one was last episode? What did we do last? Last episode was Fool for Love. Last episode was Spike. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Yeah, it wasn't last episode. It was the one before that. You're right. Um, yeah, so he goes to that uh, He goes to that bar, and this vampire woman approaches him, and oh, he's which, like... by the way, I didn't know this, but uh, she is one of the ones who got uh, sired by Vamp Willow in Doppelgangland. Oh, int- so how do you been- know that? Oh, I didn't. Internet. And oh, this okay. book the that internet you got me. You. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, she walks up, and in, in a couple episodes ago, she tries to entice him to uh, accompanying her into the alleyway to uh, be eaten, mm-hmm. and um, and also make out a little bit. They, yep. She was like, make out and then eat, you know? Mm-hmm. The, old, the old surf and turf. And, um... <laughs> yes. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, yes, yeah, so she comes back this episode, and he actually does go out there with her. And you think, because there's all this, Dawn, Dawn is like, man, she never cries over you like she cried over Angel. Man, she doesn't care about you as much as she cared about I Angel. Know. And, and she like, sees it really as a good thing. It is a good thing. He shouldn't take that personally. Yeah. Like, what? You're upset because your girlfriend's ex-boyfriend made her cry more than you did? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, in his mind, he's like, that just means that she cared more. I, well, I know that's what it is in his mind, but that's also kind of true. Like, we've, we were, we were talking about this, I guess, a couple episodes ago, where Riley knows Buffy really well. Mm-hmm. And... 
he like he gets her and he understands her and he doesn't expect her to be anything than she already is like i mean he's obviously crushed that she doesn't love him like he loves her but he's not trying to make her love him more you know Mm -hmm. he's not trying to force her into it um and i think that i mean that's buffy buffy's entire life is tinged with danger and except but the thing is it's not even danger because she's so capable you know it's kind of that invincibility thing that we were talking about last episode mm-hmm. where like it's not even danger because it's, it's just excitement is what it is <laughs> and um because she always wins she always wins and she knows that right and so um, far she has a pretty much a 100 percent success rate of not yeah. dying nope no nope, that's not <laughs> Wait, true the master the master that's not true <laughs> The master killed her. She has, like, a... But she came back. 99% success rate. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. So, so it's like, why the fuck would she want some boring-ass motherfucker? All my notes are like, Riley is such a sweet guy, and it's too bad he's so lame. Yeah, it's too bad he sucks so bad. Because he's being so supportive this episode, and, like, he does... I think he really, really gets Buffy. He's just boring. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like just because you know a lot about somebody that doesn't entitle you to their affection. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of a bummer. Um, oh yeah, but that, the vampire woman, she comes up and she's like, let's go out there. And you think that he's gonna make out with her and like hook up with her because, right. um, he's got this idea in his head of like, must be fun to hook up with vampires, Right. If Buffy loved Angel so much, and she's starting to love Spike, or so he thinks, and so Spike thinks. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know that they get together, so I guess it's true. (laughs) And he made some good points, too. I guess we'll get to that scene, because I have a lot to say about that, too. That was a good scene. It was so good. I wrote (laughs) it down in my notes. I wrote it down in my scenes. I was like, that was incredible. That was awesome. Um, but yeah, so he, like, he goes out there to hook up with the vampire, and she bites him, and you're like, oh my god, what is happening? And then he stakes her, and you're like, oh damn, some things don't change. Yeah. That's part of the issue, too, is that Riley doesn't change. He still wants to, he still wishes he was in the initiative. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? And Whatever. and he made the tomb go boom. That was uh, that's he one of my the favorite. The tomb go boom. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's one of my favorite. When Xander goes, Captain America, blow the tomb up real good. Yeah, and then uh, and then Willow says, "Tomb go boom." Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. This uh, the writing in this episode. Can you tell me who wrote it? Uh, I you know I meant to look it up. Um, I've got the page open right now. Um, Do it. It is David Fury. All right, David. He I also it. wrote. Let's find out. Um, <laughs> He has a bit of an unfortunate face. He's Aww. written for Lost. Um, we like Lost. Yes, we do. Uh, he wrote... Oh, my... Oh, no, never mind. He's he's in... Well, he's in the musical episode. I was going to say, he wrote uh-huh. the musical episode, which I know wasn't true, because Joss wrote the musical episode. Oh, Joss. Um, he's written... Oh, he wrote the Go Fish. He wrote the Xander Speedo. Yeah, I liked that episode. You hated that one. I didn't think it was great. You didn't think it was good. I loved it. I thought it was um, hilarious. He wrote Fear Itself from season four, which, if I remember correctly, we didn't hate. I think we thought it was... That was Fear the one with the house, itself. the, like, frat house with the vines. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Wait, isn't that the one where Riley and Buffy were, like, fucking uncontrollably? Oh, no, it's not. It's not. No, it's not that That's one. That's the other one. That's the other weird frat house. That's the other this one. This is um, the Halloween episode. 
Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, Where I did it, like, like that plays one. On oh, all man, their fears. and it went through her hand? Yeah. Oh, oh my that gosh, was that was that almost made me want to vomit. No, but that was from that was that was from the vine that was from the sex episode. That was not from this one. Uh, okay. But he also Man, I got I got my frat house episodes all mixed up. He wrote the um the episode where they beat Adam. So the second oh, okay. to last one. Yeah. Um all right. he, well props to you, Dave. Yeah, I'm trying to find more. He sent he sent some okay ones. Not none that I'm like, you know, this is a really good one. I really like this one. Oh, yeah, no. the writing in this episode is incredible and my favorite is Spike's in this episode for one scene. For one scene. And he knocks it out of the park. He's great. It's just incredible. And it's like, he's sniffing his sweater, or he's sniffing Buffy's sweater, Mm -hmm. and Riley catches him. And then he's, like, dragging him out, and he, like, snatches the panties on his way out. Mm -hmm. I thought that was incredible. And then, like, whenever they're having the argument um, where he's, like, the, what does he call Willow and Tara? The oh, lovers. the Wicca lovers. Lover Wiccas. Lover. Yeah, the Lover Wiccas. Um, yeah, okay, so he makes these really good points in this scene. And uh, if you want to go watch it, listeners, um, I would highly suggest it. I mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, the door closed and the scene ended, and I was like, hot damn. <laughs> um, yeah, he, sh- he makes some really good points that, uh, you know, in two recent occurrences... Uh, Willow and Tara have had to de-invite the house because um, they let, you know, uh, Harmony in. Yeah, and Dracula. Oh, yeah, and Dracula. And uh, and Spike's like, why am I still allowed in? Why can I still just perfectly walk in? And, like, that's... I don't know. I think it, it might be one of those things where, I mean, I guess Spike just went through this, where you're in love with somebody and you don't know, or not even necessarily in love, um, but care about somebody and you don't even realize. Mm-hmm. And then something happens and you're like, oh, no, I care about them. So I think I think we're going to have a similar moment with Buffy coming up. That's my prediction. You think so? Yep, that's what I think. Well. Um, <laughs> well, good then. Uh, what else happens? Is, okay, so the main plot this episode, we just talked for ten minutes about Riley. How pathetic is that? Um, it's just but, a, he's got he's got a lot, he's got some heavy lifting in this episode. He does, and he's on his way out. Like, we gotta, <laughs> he gotta, we gotta do him yeah, some good like, while, while he's we gotta, still can. He's gotta clean off his desk. Yeah. And have it. Here's a cardboard box. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's been real. Uh, <laughs> but the main plot of this episode is uh, Joyce's brain, which is not doing well. Not and great. this is a surprise to me, because if you'll remember, up until very recently, I thought it was a magic problem. And now I find out that it's a real, actual problem. That it's a medical problem. Yeah, I'm crushed. And, um... Yeah, it's brutal. It's really brutal. Like, uh, oh man, what what part was... Okay, so basically, there's just a lot going on, and Buffy is trying to handle all these different things, and then on top of that, she has a glory to worry about, and man, it's just insane. And Joyce is being, Joyce is being a real trooper, um, but the reason it's called Shadow is because they find a shadow in her brain and then Mm -hmm. they do a biopsy and they realize it's a tumor and then they're still we don't know if it's operable yet um they said they'll tell us soon we'll see oh dr ben is in this episode and he's really just charming as can be yeah i know Uh, he the the doctor who um who kind of gives it's, it's it's a diagnosis ish um it's like a diagnosis light 
Yeah. <laughs> he, um, he, he comes and he's just like laying it on Buffy. Yeah, he's like, your mom has a brain tumor. Um, also, what does your insurance need? Yeah, and she's also, like, she's like, also, I don't know. is your and house like, near any waste disposal facilities or power lines? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, okay, well, the more we know. And it's just like, and he's just trying to, and like, my, I've spent the last like year and some change. My mom is sick as well. And so I've spent the last some you know, months in doctor's offices and stuff like that. And let me, it be like that. Like it be like that. They are really just like, they just lay it on and you're just like, okay. Yeah. And it's cause like they're used to it, you know, but yeah. And they're just trying to act normal. They're trying to like make you to like reinforce the, um, the normalcy in your right. life. Because obviously like, in your mind, you know, especially in the with this stage that Buffy's in, which is like finding out that something's wrong. Yeah. It's like everything is falling apart. Nothing is okay. Yeah. And so and she's, she's still and she's worried about Dawn too. She's worried about Dawn as a little sister, and then on top of that, now she has to worry about Dawn as the key to whatever the hell she is. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's just like and then she's gotta worry about her mom too. It's really I don't know, it's insane. But Ben Ben swoops in while the doctor is uh, grilling Buffy and tells him that he's needed somewhere and sits down. And he's really charming with her. And I, I'm, I'm curious as to what his point is. Mm-hmm. Because right now he's just this awesome side character. And, uh, and I like want to know more about him. And I don't know where he fits in. And that makes me really worried that they're just making him likable so that when he dies, you'll be sad. <laughs> I'm really worried about that. I think I think he's gonna get got. Maybe he's um, gonna get but got. We'll see. Hey, listen, I'm in, I'm enjoying him while he's here. Okay, and that's all I can do. This mm-hmm. is out of my hands. Oh, that's another theme of this episode. Is Buffy keeps telling everybody, "There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do." And you know that shit drives her crazy. Yeah. That she hates just trying to let go. So then she goes off and she's trying to, she's trying to like go fight Glory as, um. Yeah, we find out her name. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, but from Dreg, who I love. <laughs> I love Dreg. Dreg is so funny. And again, the writing is just hilarious. Like, just the, the way that he grovel. He said there's one line where he's like, I grovel like a bug. <laughs> because he fucked up. And, uh, and she's like, I don't care. <laughs> Her minions um, are the funniest. Oh, they're hilarious. And she's so good. Yeah. She's incredible. I love her. It's so, I mean, like, okay, again, this is what we were just talking about, the invincibility thing. Buffy has a 99% success rate, and I was enjoying that, but it, it's really refreshing and surprising to just watch her fight something that she can't beat. She doesn't know how to beat it. And it's just like, oh, man, when she gets her ass beat, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, damn. Because she just never gets her ass beat. Because well, every time they go up against her, she's just, like, so outmatched. Yeah, and it's also, and Glory doesn't even care. Glory's, like, cracking jokes while she's doing it, and it's yeah. just, oh, it's brutal. But you know what? Buffy gets a taste of her own medicine, right? Like, imagine how the, vamp- uh, the vampires right. have all been sitting around in tombs for years being like, man, she doesn't even care. She's kicking my ass, and she's just making jokes. I know, she's, she's punning. I know. She's smashing my head into a gravestone. <laughs> and 
making jokes about steak. Steak. <laughs> Talk about surf and turf. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just it's cool seeing her not be able to win a fight, and it's also cool because I know, um, you know, how the show works, and so I know they'll win at the end, <laughs> and it's, at the very end, right? And it's yeah. um, uh, more we find out this um, this episode is that she predates the written word. Mm-hmm. Because the key protects something which cannot be named. Oh, no, 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 the Dagon Sphere. The Dagon Sphere, yeah, protects um, that which cannot, protects people from that no, no, which no, no, cannot not, be named. It's not protects, it's, yeah, da- it protects people from that, it repels that which yeah. cannot be named. That was the line. Um, yeah, so she, because they can't find her, they're looking for her and all the books and stuff like that, and Tara realizes it's like, Man, she's not here. Yeah. Like, she's not in these books. We're not going to find her. And the only explanation is that it's something that hasn't been written down. And Giles goes, something new? And Tara goes, no. Something old. And I was like... (gasps) Yeah. I love that. I love Tara. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, no. I gasped too hard. (laughs) I know. Um, what else? Yeah, so they... So she predates the written language, um... Which prompts me to wonder, where has she been? Yeah, where's she been hanging out? I don't know. I don't know where she's been hiding or hanging out or what else she's been doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my god, when she goes into... Okay, so they're having this conversation where the something new, no, something old, where that conversation happens. Yeah. And while they're talking about it, Glory walks up behind them and is like, excuse me, can you check check me out? Like, at Mm -hmm. the cash register? And she's got these ingredients and she's in the shop with them shopping yep. in their shop and they have no idea and so giles sells her some stuff and some stuff and then uh a little while later like at the end of the day uh anya is going through the receipts and Anya's like what is this what who did you sell this to and giles is like what's wrong and she's like if you sold these two things together like do you know what these do and giles like clearly didn't yeah. And, um, so Anya, like, takes them all to school for a second and tells them all about these, uh, lizard worshippers. <laughs> yep. Who, uh, which is, like, this again, you know? Right. <laughs> um, but these, uh, <sighs> reptile worshippers who, um, they, they need these two specific ingredients to make a creature, I guess, out of yeah, a, out of like, a cobra. Mm-hmm. Transmogrification. Yes. Which we know from D&D. We do. <laughs> it's a class of magic. It, it is, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Anya freaks out and is like, we have to find, who bought these? And Giles is like, oh, just some young woman. Oh, yeah, and, she, and he's like, the young lady like, I sold it to, and they were all like, excuse. Yeah. Cause young like, lady. Because Buffy, Buffy described it to him, and she was like, she's really hot, okay? Like, watch out for a hot young woman. Who has a bad attitude? <laughs> that's where I'm. That's where I'm the lookout yeah. for. Although honestly, you could say the same thing about Buffy. <laughs> really hot with a bad attitude. Yep, that's what we like. Um, so she recognized the ingredients of the spell. Um, oh yeah, and then Buffy shows up later, and Giles tells her basically that like you shouldn't be using magic to try and heal 
humans, especially not their brains. Yeah. And he was just talking about how it's way too risky and stuff like that. And, like, can you imagine if, like, if Buffy does find a spell and then she asks Willow and Tara to do it and then um, they mess it up? Mm-hmm. And then her mom is, like, ruined yeah, forever? Yeah, permanently, like, like, yeah, that would be horrific. Yeah, and so they're all telling her, like, Buffy, this is like a meta... He says, like, the mystical and the medical aren't, me- aren't meant to mix, which is quite a tongue twister. Mystical but, <laughs> and the medical. Mystical um, and medical, yeah, it is. Yeah, but, uh... And then they accidentally... They weren't gonna tell her about Glory buying the stuff, which I don't know why they do that. They really just need to be better. There's some stuff that makes sense. Like, it makes sense that they didn't tell everybody else about Dawn being, you know, this magical key. Mm -hmm. But there's some stuff that I'm like, why wouldn't you tell each other this? Um, Like, when they're like, oh, well, we're not gonna tell Buffy because she has too much going on right now. And, I, I mean, I guess they just thought there was nothing that she could do. Mm hmm but uh but there is something that Buffy can always do and she does it and um <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> but yeah so they end up accidentally telling her about uh selling glory that stuff and about what the what glory's plan is and about how she's going to turn a reptile into a bigger more scary reptile and yeah. the the reptile in this episode is hilarious. Oh my it's, god, I laughed it's a little, so hard. Yeah, it's a little um, poorly animated, I guess. I don't know. I mean, for the time, they, they just didn't have the resources. And I was actually noting, like, they did a good job of, like, kind of cutting around it. Uh-huh. But the, but it's just, it's still really obvious. Oh my gosh, like, did you notice? You probably... I mean, I don't know. I don't know what, what you notice and what you don't. So I'm not going to assume. But um, there's a... So when it, it breaks into the magic shop... Yes. When it leaves, it gets a good look at Dawn. Dawn is screaming. And then it leaves out the window. You're supposed yes. to be just watching the thing go out the yeah. window. But Dawn I'm, is standing perfectly still. I was watching the back. About? Yep, I was watching the back of Dawn's head and she was literally not moving even She's, as she was supposed to be screaming. Yeah, and you can still hear her voice screaming. You can see her or you but, can hear her But they screaming. obviously did. What were, Do you remember those things on Tumblr? You know what I'm talking <clears throat> about. What things? The GIFs where you froze, you made one thing move, and the rest of the GIF was frozen? Yeah. Yeah, I do. It was that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it looked like. And, um, yeah, this thing is just, it's a, <laughs> so it's a cobra, and it has arms on the front of its body, but the bottom half is snake. Is snake. Snake man. Is snake. Oh, and here, get this. He has abs. <laughs> oh, God. He, he has a, a six-pack. Um, but the thing is that, I mean, like, if I saw that thing coming down the street, you bet your ass I'd shit my pants. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's funny while I'm watching it on the screen, but I would be terrified. And so this thing, this thing, like, sniffs. Okay. So Glory animates this thing, and Buffy tries to stop her uh, while she's in the middle of uh, the magic spell, yeah. I guess. And Buffy gets her ass kicked, and the cobra, esca- the cobra man escapes and stuff. And so Buffy chases after it and calls Giles, and then everybody's all looking for it and stuff. And the cobra 
shows up at the magic shop, sees Dawn, and um, and then it turns around and it leaves. And all of the friends that don't know who Dawn actually is, or what Dawn actually is, um, they're like, they're like, why is it scared of Dawn? Like, why is it scared of Dawn of all people? And so mm-hmm. they're starting to, I think they're going to know what's going on here pretty quick. Um, and then, which, like, that's fine. It's about time. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, and so then Buffy and Giles get in their car and chase this surprisingly fast snake all around Sunnydale. And, man, this snake is just fucking shit up. And he's just, like, going through storefronts and knocking over fences. Mm-hmm. People are diving out of the way. But Buffy gets it, and she's like, it It even tricks her. She's She's got this chain around its neck, and she's choking it, and it pretends to die. And yeah. so she drops the chain, and then it kicks Buffy off of it. And then Buffy hops on top of it and punches it to death. <laughs> and it's horrific. And, but the thing is, is that it's like the snake was so close to getting back to glory and like, t- like telling her the key is in the shape of this 14 year old girl. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was losing it. I was on the edge of my seat and I was like leaning forward being like, no, I, I really like Dawn. I really, I like Dawn really too. like Dawn. A lot of people really hate Dawn, and it, and it makes me real. It makes me really sad. Like, not this is not a this is not a goof. This is not a joke. It makes me sad that people hate Dawn because, and I mean, you'll probably see this as the as the show goes on. But she can be whiny, and it. But I'm like, she's fifteen. She's fourteen yeah. in this season. She's fifteen in the next season and she's 16 in season seven she is a child the whiniest little thing (laughs) and like i was a big complainer and like it's it's just like if 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 you were going through what she has been going through yeah you would also hate your life and hate everyone around you and like want to get out like it's it's just like it's just oh god it's and it's also like you know who else is whiny xander seasons one through four yeah you know who was whiny you know who else angel yeah angel was so whiny you know who literally refused to do her job initially buffy <laughs> like buffy did yeah, not Yeah, she really was like i want to go to the homecoming dance which again i understood that like i wasn't i wasn't judging her for whining i was like man she's up ups- i get i understand why she's upset when when Buffy, when Giles first finds her, um, you know, when he's like, you're the one, you're the slayer, the one girl in all the world, she's like, I, yeah, I've done that, and I don't want to do it. I'm retired. Like, and... and oh, yeah, because she got kicked out of her other schools, and, all yeah. that, and she burned that gym down and all that stuff, and she was like, I'm over it, I'm not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot about that. Oh, my God. That was yeah, so remember long when she ago. used to live in L.A.? Remember yeah. when Buffy is from LA? Remember when she had bangs? Oh my gosh. Season one hair. All time. Yeah. yeah. Um it's the best. But uh like so uh, like it just makes me really upset because I went to this I went to a um like a Rocky Horror style um viewing of the musical episode. Oh cool. Wait, it was were there awesome. actors there? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, they were super act- cool. They were playing they were playing the the playing the uh, they, it was called um 
I think it was called Buffy Horror Picture Show or something like that. Oh, cool. Um, and they were playing the musical episode on two screens. They had the actors on the stage. And the, it was, like, in an auditorium full of people. And, like, whenever Dawn came on the stage, people were booing. And I was <gasps> always, like, I was always, like, I like Dawn. I think she had to put up with a lot of stuff. <laughs> I really like her. I think she's, I, she's being a really good little sister right now. Like, she's really, I, at first, when she first got there, we were supposed to not like her. And also, she and Buffy were fighting so much. And, you know, like... You know, like, when you don't like somebody, and so you intentionally are just, like, a thousand times more difficult than you would have normally been? Mm-hmm. It was like that, where it's like, Buffy and Dawn were fighting all the time because Buffy didn't know what was going on. Right. And, uh, and so Dawn was intentionally acting out and, like, breaking stuff in the magic shop and being careless and being, like, kind of rude to Buffy's friends sometimes and stuff like that. But now that they've, like, got onto a good page, it's it's just been so much better. Yeah. Man, I don't know what some people's problems are. I like that kid. I do too, and I, I just think it just she goes she goes through so much as as a supernatural preteen, <laughs> supernatural early teen, and and I just you know who can say that any of us would behave any better than how she's acting? Yeah, if you hate Dawn. Tweet at us and we'll fight about it. Yeah, I turn I, your location on. I've seen guys. I've seen the whole show and I've read a lot of the comics, and I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get the hatred. I think people. I think a lot of it is. Um, a lot of it is is like you know, distaste for uh, teen girls, which whatever. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Oh man, I could talk about that for hours yeah and just because just because dawn um at this point is not like a fighter which i'm sure like that's like why you excuse buffy from you know sometimes being whiny as well as oh but she contributes she's you know she protects the world and stuff like that and it's like but but dawn doesn't do that dawn's just and it's just like dawn didn't exist until like four months ago like, I calm. know. Cut her some slack. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. It would have been much more helpful, though, if they would have made her, like, this 14-year-old little girl who also happened to have super fighting powers, you know? Like, who mm-hmm. also had the capability to defend herself. You know, it would have been helpful if they would have made the key this, like, seven-foot wrestler or something like that. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice, but they didn't. And Buffy's stuck with this, so we're all going to deal, okay? <laughs> yeah, why didn't they do that? They should have built they should have put like a, you know, a defense system into this chick. Well, um I mean, they they uh they had to make Buffy care. So yeah, they but were they like they didn't even tell Buffy until like the last minute literally the last possible chance they had to tell Buffy they said okay we'll tell her we'll tell her now you know they really just could have been more this is what I'm talking about like there's some things that you need to tell people (laughs) like (laughs) communication they did they made it more difficult than it needed to be um but yeah so Buffy does kill the snake and then she uh goes to the hospital and talks to her mom and um Joyce is like I need to talk to Dawn alone, and so, oh yeah, because Dawn up until this point does not know that, um, Buffy knows that her mom has a tumor. Right. So, um, 
because they were just they were just holding off until the right moment to tell her. Um, she's just a little thing. But yeah. Um, wh- but whoa. Joyce ends up deciding to. In the yeah, end yeah, of, of the course. episode, I mean, you, and it's very sad. <laughs> it's really sad. Yeah, and there's actually a, so um, so. Dawn goes in there by herself, and then Buffy comes out of the hospital room, and Riley's there, and he's like hugging her and being nice and stuff like oh, that. And, and, and this is this is another thing she didn't tell Riley. I don't know if we talked about this when Spike, um, Spike, ooh, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good go acting it. on his part because he. I'd like to think he's putting on an act, but he could also genuinely be surprised that she didn't tell him. He's like, she didn't tell you. Her mom's in the hospital. Yeah. And... Yeah, he didn't tell her that. And he also... Or, uh, wait, hold on. So, Buffy didn't tell Riley that her mom was back in the sick... Or, uh, back in the sick. I was thinking about how, um, you know, back in the sick house. Uh, <laughs> no, I was thinking about how the line is like, her mom's sickly. Yeah. And just, oh, man, that's... His writing... He must be so fun to write. Like, yeah. that's all I was thinking about. Just, like, the way that he speaks and... You know, the way he gives nicknames to people and the way uh-huh. he uses uh, idioms all the time. Like, mm-hmm. that just must be so fun. Um, but, yeah, so Buffy didn't tell Riley that her mom was back in the hospital. And Buffy also didn't tell Riley that she and Spike got drinks the night before. Yeah. And that they had hung out all night. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, yeah, Riley's kind of out of the loop. Um but yeah, okay, so Buffy, so Dawn is in there talking to Joyce, and Buffy's talking to Riley, and um, they're in the middle of a conversation, and then Joyce says, Buffy, and then Buffy immediately turns, like, doesn't say anything to Riley, immediately turns around and goes back to her mom. Mm-hmm. And it's, first of all, it's understandable, right, that it's yeah. like, boyfriend? My mom, you know? Um, oh, <laughs> this is an audio medium. I was holding my hands up like scales. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it just sounded like I just said those words. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's like I get it, but I feel bad for him. And the thing is, that wouldn't be upsetting if it wasn't all of the other stuff on top of it. If the fact that she left mid-conversation, like, that wouldn't be as bad if... You know, she had been kissing him still or, like, telling him, like, keeping him updated on the status of her mom and stuff like that. But it's just everything else that's going on, it just, like, really hits home. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, he can't, he can't keep up. That's honestly what it is. It's like, what is it, what's the saying? It's like, shit or get off the pot, you know? It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. he's not. He needs to get off the pot. He's not what she needs. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not what she needs and. There's a really good passage in the book um, that you got me about it. It says, Riley desperately feels left out by Buffy, but he can't recognize that he's being too... He's demanding to intrude on both her slayer duties and her personal trauma. Um, Buffy needs to be strong for Joyce and Dawn. It's very hard for her to take on that role while being weak, so Riley can be the one to comfort her. And you brought this up, like, three or four weeks ago. You brought this up, what like, he needs to decide whether she's... What? Uh, I cut out for a second, sorry. Um, oh. I said, what did I say? <laughs> you, um, you made the point, like, Riley can't decide whether or not he wants her to be strong. Like, whether... it's You said, like, Riley can't decide whether or not, like, he should be strong or 
she should take care of him. Like, yeah, it's he's like kind of whiny when she doesn't baby him the right way. Or he's not necessarily whiny, but he gets his feelings visibly hurt. And when she is like doesn't take care of him in the right way, but then whenever she babies him and calls him kitten and stuff like that, then he's like, I'm a manly man, I'm gonna go fight vampires all by myself. And it's like, which one do you want? Yeah, no, I mean, that's exactly it. And I think, I think, just to soften the blow on him a little bit, it's like, I I understand that he's intruding, and I agree, but at the same time, it's like, he just wants to be a part of it, you know? And he wishes, because if it was happening to him, if it was his family and his Slayer duties, Buffy would be in the know, like, his total sidekick and all that stuff, if he was the one making these calls. But the thing is, is that he's not. And he wishes to God that, like, she wanted him there. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to, like, ma- he's trying to, like, maintain this respectful distance, but he's also, like, dying to just be let in by her. And, I mean, that's what he even says. He's like, uh, you got a lot going on right now. If you want to let me in on it, I'll be here. You yeah. Know? He said there is something like that in the, the recap at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so it's just, he just wants something that Buffy will not give him. Yeah. You know? He's not... I don't think he's her equal. Mm-hmm. And I think he knows that. And maybe that's the maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe that's the reason she, you know, has a... Um, you know, she's she's attracted to vampires or people like Angel, right? Angel had all this power and he had all these really difficult things going on and all this internal conflict and stuff like that. And Buffy, like, felt like he got it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think, yeah, I just think, I just think Riley's not cut out for her. Yeah, and I mean, like, the, sl- the power of the Slayer is, like, the the exact opposite kind of or like the flip side of the coin of a power of a vampire like like it's just they both have this power that's kind of like it was like what dracula was saying it's like it's like rooted in darkness mm-hmm. um but it's and like, it's also it probably wasn't i mean <laughs> like they didn't choose to be turned into vampires the majority of them mm-hmm. you know and, like, Buffy didn't choose to become the Slayer. And Buffy, I mean, Riley chose to sign up for the initiative. Mm-hmm. And that's, and I think that's one of their miscommunications, too, is that Riley is like, yeah, let's kill vampires. Yeah, let's patrol together. Let's do all this stuff. And he, it's something that he does that's, like, a job, but he, but he could quit if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And Buffy can't. And I think there's always been that kind of miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just a damn shame, really. Again, again, he's such a sweet guy. It sucks that he's so lame. Yep. There's nothing. Captain Car- Captain Cardboard cut out. Yep. Captain Cardboard. Captain America. Captain. Oh, Captain. Cap- Captain. 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 Gone. <laughs> he's all our captains. Yeah, but um, so the episode ends with Buffy. Buffy kills that big snake man. And, uh, Glory still doesn't know who the key is, and, uh, that's about it, right? It ends, or, yeah, and then the whole scene with, uh, Riley, and then it, it, there's like a, there's like a lingering shot of his face while he's realizing that, like, man, he is really, Buffy is slipping through his fingers so fast. Yep, yep. And, um, 
Yeah, and so he's, like, having that realization, and then, uh, then it cuts to black. Yeah. And that's that. (laughs) Season five is good, y'all. Oh, man, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it, and it's just, uh, it's kind of funny, because, you know, I've been around these characters for years now, right? Like, we've been almost almost two. two years. Yeah, it's like a, a year and three quarters. And uh, so I've been, like, watching them, and I'm just, like, caring about them in different ways and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm very intrigued. There's The thing is, is that I haven't watched a show one episode a week. I don't know if I've ever... I haven't done that since, like, The Office was on. <laughs> and, and Netflix didn't really do streaming. Mm-hmm. And um, my family would sit and watch The Office every Thursday. But, yeah, like, it's just been... It's so interesting watching these shows as they were intended to be watched there's Mm -hmm. some shows now like black mirror is intended to be binged um what's it there's a bunch of oh stranger things is meant to be binged for sure yeah and stuff like that there's some that like oh mad men you can't you can't binge mad men like the the creators are like you should not binge mad men yeah that show's depressing (laughs) um yeah, but, like, Stranger Things, there's so much information and stuff like that that you, it, the faster you watch them back-to-back, the better. And it's also the way that they're shot and yeah. ended, too, and the way that they they pick up right where the episode before left off. Uh-huh. So it's, like, stuff like that. But this this show is not meant to be watched like that, and it's so it's so insane. It's not insane, but it's interesting. <laughs> um, And I, I think that um, this is so funny, because I haven't thought about this in a hot minute, but... Um, uh, Sensei is supposed to be binge watched because if you don't, oh, yeah, the yeah, logic yeah. falls apart. <laughs> uh, that's absolutely true. If you think about Sensei for too long, you're like, wait a second, yeah, this yeah, doesn't make like, any sense. <laughs> but because, but because you're like so involved in the characters and everything yeah. while you're watching it all together, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm involved. Yeah, that's in this totally true. <laughs> in this mythos. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, so it's just been it's been really awesome just like watching these character characters develop, especially the ones that have huge arcs like uh like Spike. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's been awesome and like watching Giles go through his whole thing and like his enthusiasm leaving and then returning once he gets the magic shop and stuff like that. I'm just I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And this this season is really good. Yep. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. So I give this episode a a nine Mm. yeah i love the writing i laughed out loud uh, multiple times actually uh i don't remember what i said but there was like one moment where i was accidentally speaking out loud while i was watching it and stuff like that so it just really had me i just really enjoyed this one (laughs) yay well yes (laughs) um i (laughs) think sorry you're lagging like sometimes you lag. i know we are lagging um, so sometimes, and most of the time it's fine, because I'll just not say anything, and, like, usually you'll catch up to yourself, but sometimes you stop talking, and then I have to wait until I think that you're done. Yeah, In I any know. case, I think nine, I think nine is a pretty good, um, pretty good rating for this episode. I think it's really good, and, um, a lot of stuff happens. You learn a lot. The Riley subplot is really good, because it uh-huh. kind of, it kind of gives you the the um i guess the more motivation for him to just you know go 
oh man, does he bail? Does he bail in the night like Oz did? Bail in the night? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen this show multiple times. This is my favorite season. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for Riley to leave. That's what <laughs> that's what I was just saying. Uh, all right, everybody, we're gonna we're gonna watch more Buffy next week. But yes, we are. Then, happy New Year! Can, oh yeah, very happy New next Year! Next time you to listen everybody. to us after this one, it's gonna be 2018. Yeah, see you next year, Beth. Uh-huh. Gonna be my gonna be my year. Yeah, gonna be gonna be it for me. It better be somebody's year, I'll tell you. It has to be. (laughs) It just has to be. Oh, goodness. Uh, But until then, you can follow us on Twitter at Buffy underscore speak. Our personal Twitters are in the bio of that Twitter. And you can talk to us, and you can let us know if you like Dawn or if you don't. We really, we won't won't hold it against you. Mm -hmm. Um, We will fight about it, though. We will, will for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely at you. I I tweeted uh, (laughs) a funny gif today, because I was looking for a gif of glory, Instead, I found what looked to be an amalgamation of the worst kind of blingy maker <laughs> graphics that you can possibly find. Yeah, so check so those out. So I tweeted out. that instead. <laughs> check those out, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, everybody. Okay, bye. Happy New Year.